What's up, guys? I'm Chino. Throughout my journey, I have learned to take each moment, job, relationship, and opportunity as a gift. Each week, I will be sharing my personal experiences, fresh insight from my guests, and discussing topics that help listeners best relate to the journey. I'm deeply passionate about sharing what I've learned in my life to help inspire, motivate, and show that we are never alone. With hardships comes healing, and with personality comes hoops. This is Chino's Best. Guys, how is everyone doing? Want to start out by saying thank you to everyone who's listening. Thank you to Indie Fitness Magazine for the studio. And we're going to dive right in. I'm with Paige, not Paige. <laughs> and to some of you, that'll make sense. And if not, you'll have to get on the blog and you'll have to figure it out and it'll be a good time. Paige, hello. Hi. How are you? I'm so good. How are you? Good. Um, guys, I brought her beer and I got her a shot so she can... <laughs> be relaxed during this experience i'm so nervous (laughs) it is okay it really is nerve-wracking though like it's definitely weird when you first do it a couple times um because everyone's like i don't know it's just it's you're talking into a microphone yeah i mean it's a conversation just with a microphone yeah but it's like (laughs) it has this preconceived like is it a rehearsed conversation is it a normal conversation like people don't know what to do with it yeah it's totally fine. I also haven't had beer or alcohol in like forever. So yes, <laughs> yes. Bad influence. Check. Um, okay. So what we're going to talk about today is a couple things kind of combined. I was talking to Paige about her concept of things that inspire her, things that make her want to do better, things that she's really interested in. We came across a couple topics, one being 20s. That is a huge, broad topic. (laughs) And a lot of people have a lot of things to talk about in their 20s. Um, The next one was comfort zones, which we all have. Some of us avoid, some of us cling to. And then being an introvert and being an extrovert. So what we wanted to do for this episode to be helpful to the audience is combine the three and kind of tie them all together um, and see what works best for what I've been through, what she's been through, and things that we're noticing. um, Because how old did you say you are? 22. 22. And I am about to turn 28 next weekend. You make it sound like you're like 60. <laughs> I know. It's it's just one of those things that it's it's very bizarre because as 30 approaches, and obviously we're going to dive into this, like you have this concept of like, what should you be doing? What shouldn't you be doing? Like, are you advanced? Are you not? Like, there's so many things and, and it's, the 20s are, <laughs> they're so wild. interesting. They're wild so time. wild. They're so wild. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. All right, so 22, like I said, I am from Carmel. I was born there, raised there. Um, I went to Bowling Green State in Ohio. Okay, Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, fun fact about me. I studied public relations. Don't really have too much interest in doing anything with PR right now. I am more in the personal training scope, and I do some online coaching, still trying to build my brand there. I let's see so do you think your PR background helps you build that brand I think it was good having that experience Mm -hmm. to know how to put myself out there like and market myself yeah Um, I didn't really like the aspect of sitting behind a desk from nine to five I just Mm -hmm. have a really 
not anxious personality, but I have to be going like 24-7. So yeah. I needed something. Same. Something physical for my job. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm like chugging my Micoltra over here. <laughs> it's been a long day. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's... Um, I think it's all a preference thing too as far as sitting behind a desk because I know that if I have too much free time, I'm wild. Like I need that grounding. I need to have something that I'm clocking in and out and being held accountable because then that keeps my schedule for the other things that I'm doing. Um, I feel like I have such a a creative headspace and a dreamer headspace. So if I don't have at least one thing that's keeping me right on track, like I I can guarantee you I'm going to fail. Yeah, it is hard when you are trying to do your own thing to be structured. Yep. Yeah, I can't even imagine that. So how long have you been trying to pursue like the online training stuff? So I got my certification back in June oh, okay. of 2019. So I'm still relatively new to the ballgame. Um, so I've been kind of promoting myself here and there, doing a lot of plans for friends and family and mm-hmm. acquaintances that I know. Um, it's been going well so far. I've gotten a bit of traction from it, but still trying to like make everything more professional and more legitimate. Yeah. Um, so I've just been working. Turning it into an actual business. Right. It's pretty difficult. I'm trying to actually build yeah. my own brand here and it's harder than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Well, and and I obviously say this with all due respect because I don't do any of that stuff. Um, the market right now is pretty saturated. Oh, it's so saturated. Because like, everyone, I mean, same with podcasting. Yeah. I saw this uh, this really funny thing. Um, someone said that podcasts are this generation's lower back tattoo. Oh, God. <laughs> and it's so true, though. Like, it's so true. Like, everyone has a podcast. Everyone's a blogger. Everyone's doing online training stuff. So, mm-hmm. like, what do you think is key for you to to be different? Like, what are you doing that's different than anyone else? So I think it is key to really actually let your personality shine through mm-hmm. and be really personable with people. Um, I think it's helpful to market yourself on different social media platforms. Instagram is a great one for me just because it allows me to be goofy on it, show yeah. who I really am. Um but it is difficult because anyone can go get their personal training certification. Anyone yep. can write a plan. It's like, why make people trust you? Yep. And it's just a sidebar on the social media thing. It's so wild because I kid you not, guys, this is the first time we've ever met. I've never met her. <laughs> <laughs> I've never met her. Like an hour ago. Um, literally, we just kind of float around on social media for one another and like comment on each other's stuff. And it's just always been a really positive vibe. And I was like, I need to get this little cupcake in here. Oh so and she just cut off all of her hair and I requested before and after pictures and I got them. <laughs> I still don't know how I feel about it. I love it. I think yeah. it looks really good. Yeah. I, know, I feel like I changed my whole personality when I cut it off. That, so yes. From, like, bad bitch to like cute, innocent girl. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. You think so? Yeah, I think that's what happened. Well, you can always buy extensions. That's true. You can always put in more hair. <laughs> that's what they were telling me as they were cutting it yep. off. Yep. Oh, God. That's like a smart stylist right there. Yeah. Like, you can always cut it put off in extensions. No worries. I'm going to charge you for this cut and then for the extensions you're going to get later. <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> so true. Um, shout out, though, to Indie Main Salon. If any of you need legitimate extensions hotheads extensions um the owner of indie main belinda her and her team are fucking phenomenal they're great humans it's a great space so if you are looking to get extensions that's where you need to go but anyways um so i want to dive into this so you're 22 i am 
have you had anything wild like absolutely buck wild happen to you in your short two years in the 20s (laughs) honestly everything's been pretty low-key i've gone like the traditional path i guess you could say graduated college looking for a job i don't nothing crazy crazy yeah okay that's interesting to me i feel like nowadays um early 20s 20s in general people are experiencing things a lot quicker Mm -hmm. um I don't, I don't, blame's the wrong word. I think a lot of it stems from social media. You know, there's a lot more exposure to mm-hmm. things that everyone's going through. Um, would you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert? Okay, so I definitely think I'm an introvert to strangers. I saw the bad me. bitch come out right now because yeah. it was like, okay. <laughs> My hands flowing up <laughs> Yes, <here>. yes. <laughs> um, I'm an introvert to strangers. It's like, it's really not comfortable for me to just like, go up and talk to random people Mm -hmm. when I'm with my friends when I'm with my family I'm so annoying that it's disgusting do you think if one of those people was with you it's easy for you to talk to strangers if I'm like in a group setting with my friends and I meet someone else I'm totally cool totally just myself because your comfort zones around you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but as soon as I am in a room alone with a bunch of strangers like I will just sit there and probably say nothing really yeah that surprises me. Yeah. Because you're technically in a room with a stranger right yeah, now. Yeah, I am. I really am. <laughs> I'm getting outside my comfort zone. I love this. I love <laughs> this so much. Um, okay. That's fair. That makes sense. I, I think, I don't know if I'm at all introverted. I'm probably introverted when I get angry. Like yeah. I will close in because it's probably best for everyone um i know something that you had asked me was um evolving in the 20s Mm -hmm. fuck yes like thank god um i would say my 20s has kind of been a slew of an emotional roller coaster um from shit relationships to my dad passing away to you know, thinking I found my lifelong career and then not like just uh, so many random things that have happened in a very short seven years in my 20s. Um, it's so it's interesting, but I I can tell you right now, some of my friends are listening to this and they're probably laughing their asses off because I was such a hothead like Say the one wrong sentence to me and you've got a split second to get away from me before I fucking murder you. Like, And so I think that's probably been my biggest involvement in my 20s is emotional intelligence. Like when do I need to kind of curl in? When do I need to become that introvert? When can I be the extrovert? When is it okay to be angry? And, I, and like every emotion is valid. Everyone has the opportunity to to be angry, to happy, sad, whatever the case may be. Um, I think it's fair whenever you want to feel something to whatever you want to feel. But there's also a time and place for expelling that energy. And I did not know the difference for a while. Um, That's been a more, I would say, recent discovery, like probably in the past two years, is like taming myself. I... My friend Bailey, she literally calls me out all the time. She was like, she will straight look at me. If there's someone that I'm like bitching about or have a problem with, mm-hmm. um, like I was talking to her about one of my exes and she was like, he's lucky he never met the old Kinsey. And I'm <laughs> like, that is 
accurate as fuck. Yeah, like, yeah. so accurate. Um, is there anything that you would say that you are trying to evolve in? I am trying to actually become more of an extrovert. I don't know if that's something okay. you can actually force. What do you think? I don't know if you can force it. I think there's like tools to kind of confront it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I kind of got blessed because I have always worked. And so, not that you don't work, but I've, I've had either a corporate job or um, when I was fresh 21, I started serving in a bar. You don't have an option yeah. to be an introvert. That like, is the one thing I think forced me to become a bit of an extrovert is mm-hmm. bartending. And yeah, yeah, one million percent. Because you if you don't, you can't take shit from people. Mm-hmm. Fucking keynote for all of you shitbags out there who are not tipping and yelling at your servers and bartenders when they have nothing to do with your problems. Keep that in mind. Visit the bartending podcast if you have any <laughs> questions. Um, but it's also like if you don't allow your personality to come out, you're not fucking making money. Not at all. You're not making any money. Yeah. Um. So 22, you haven't been bartending long. No. Where have you bartended and served I at? did back in my college town. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. And then I'm still serving right now. Oh, okay. Awesome. I love serving. I love it. Um. A lot of people hate it. And they. it's like once you channel your brain to actually enjoying the service industry you make 10 times more mm-hmm. fucking money mm-hmm. every time like people who are like i hate serving it's so exhausting it's just that and the other i'm always on my feet people are rude i'm like or you're the middleman for someone's experience yeah so it's it's as i like to say reframing your brain um you reframe that concept of like oh well maybe this person had a bad day i'm gonna make it happy yeah you know maybe this person is celebrating something i'm gonna fucking celebrate with them like what a good time um so i think serving and bartending can definitely be something to help you get to that um i mean did you ever think you'd be in a fucking closed room with a stranger no, recording a podcast like is, i i mean i told you earlier that like the idea of doing this made me want to vomit a little bit but like i would have never showed up two years ago at all i would have you would have ghosted me i would have stood you up oh my god casper jesus i would have found you two years ago i would have found you and beat yeah, your ass yeah. I don't know if I would want to see that version of you. No, we both have evolved. Look at that. Two years ago, she would have ghosted and I would have found her and killed her. So Love that. Great combo. Here we go. Like, (laughs) we're both evolving. Um, We did take a couple conversation notes um, when it comes to 20s, comfort zones, intro, extrovert. One that really stuck out to me about the 20s is the word selfish. How many people have told you to be selfish in your 20s? Literally everyone. everyone Every single one. Meet. Yeah. What do you think about that? Like, how does it, how does that make you feel when someone is like, yeah, be selfish in your 20s? I think it can be good if it's applied to the right things. If like you're what? applying it to your career. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, obviously you want to do what you're passionate about. You want to do what's right for you. You don't want to make decisions based off of someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's good to be selfish in that aspect. And then about where you live too yeah indiana's not like ideal for me i'm totally fine now my family is all around here um it's part of my comfort zone is being in Indy. but like at the end of the day i do want to be selfish and make a move for myself and go somewhere and if like i don't know if i would want to hold myself back here if i meet someone like 
Don't. Yeah. Do I don't. do I stay here just no. because someone else wants me to nope. stay here, sure or do I don't. be selfish and I do I go somewhere else? You leave. You <laughs> fucking run. Um, and I'm saying that from a place of love, <laughs> but also from a place of I stayed here because of a relationship. I actually quit college volleyball for a relationship, uh, which is wild. Now that I say it out loud, how long ago was that? Oh six years ago okay yeah um I don't regret it though because I the experiences that I had when I left IU South Bend and went back to Illinois to pursue and and enjoy that relationship I learned so much in that time so it was totally worth it totally worth it um and now I still get to play and I get to coach so it's it's really not that big of a deal I had a great run when I was doing it um but I then shifted that to staying because um, my dad, I could tell that my dad was like just not in a good mental headspace. And for a lot of listeners may not know that he committed suicide. So um, I knew because I was very close to him. I was like, something, this is different. So I stayed because of that. Um, And then I stayed because my little sister started having babies uh, Which they're very cute, by the way. Oh my god, I'm obsessed. <laughs> I am obsessed. Like and I really don't. I don't even know her sister, but <laughs> like, do, I can't Social even. Media. If it makes you feel any better, so many people, like literally almost every person I've interviewed, if they don't know her personally, they're like, "Oh yeah, your sister and her kids," <laughs> and I'm like, "I know," but it's so it's like a beautiful thing to me. Like I think that's one of the really cool things about Instagram is it's a photo album of your life. Yeah. But I also think it's fucking hilarious because everyone feels like it's vice versa. People come to her and they're like, oh, your sister is so cool. And she's like, do you know her? And they're like, no. But it's but it's still it's like it's nice. The relativity and like how you can connect to people just through social media. Um, But she started having perfect children, which Lincoln is now saying, fuck it, dude. (laughs) <laughs> which I think is so spirit animal so fucking great and it's so hard not to laugh like I don't encourage it by Did any means no <laughs> everyone thinks it's me um it's uh my sister's first <laughs> first relationship uh Lincoln's dad who is not who she's with now thank fucking god um I love Eric they're gonna get married they're gonna spend their life together um and so her, her Lincoln's father is the one that taught it to him which kind of like makes us mad but it's still hard not to laugh when a two-year-old like not even just saying it but he knows the context yeah. and so I'm like hey it's not a big deal like come sit with Kiki and he's like fuck it dude I'm like oh no and you have to control your entire face like you can't laugh you can't give it attention well and that's the hard part is i have to like turn my whole head like the exorcist like get it away from him and my sister has to like not laugh and reprimand him and then as she walks away he does this he's done the same thing like terrible twos is no fucking bullshit um if you disrupt him during boss baby okay 
he will put his hand in your face and like he's like i've been talking to him and i've been like take a picture with kiki i love you and he'll like smack me in the mouth to get me to stop talking so he's got like some of early 20 kiki attitude one million percent <laughs> one million percent and i think it's hilarious but then again i still have to not laugh mm-hmm. and like then my sister has to reprimand and then we walk away and i'm like dude this is fucking great this is funny like we need a nanny cam to record these moments this is awesome. And she's like, no, it's not Mackenzie. Because what if he does that to his brother? What if he does that to a kid at his daycare center? I'm like, they shouldn't be running their mouth during boss baby. Like, what do you mean? Like, duh. And she just stares at me. She's like, okay, don't have kids. Like, <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, off on a tangent there, but everyone knows who Lincoln is and everyone thinks he's great. So I don't even care. But the concept of being selfish, I stayed because she started making babies and I'm obsessed with them. Um, But something I did notice on why I was staying every single time it was fear-based. I was afraid to lose my relationship. I was afraid to leave my dad alone. I was afraid not to be close to my nephews, which are all valid. Like they're fucking valid reasons but it's still fear-based, which bothered me. Um, so September, I'm moving to New York. That is so exciting. I have no job. I have no money. I have no friends there. Uh, my friend Jess lives in Staten Island, um, but that's not Brooklyn. <laughs> it's kind of far from Brooklyn. Um, but you have no plan B, which makes you work hard on plan A. Correct. To an extent. It's also like there's a, I feel like there's a fine line between like following your heart mm-hmm. And being fucking realistic, like save your money, have a quote unquote plan. Um, But I also think that there's limitations to having a plan because then that allows for excuses that allows for like, oh, well, my goal was to save $500 this month. I only saved 300. Guess I can't move in seven fucking months. No, like even like my lease is up the end of August. Like I didn't give myself an option. Yeah, Yeah, I'm going. It's (laughs) happening. So selfish wise fucking go do you are you in a relationship right now if you don't mind me asking no Mm -mm. and you are running a business online and serving yeah remotely get the fuck out of here yeah you have to i've always thought about that i don't have i don't have kids i don't have pets i don't have a boyfriend i don't have like a i have jobs where i could I could go anywhere if I yeah. wanted to. Well, and that's the plus side of being a server and a bartender is you have this now transferable, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not career, uh, skill mm-hmm. uh, that you can really take anywhere. There's fucking servers and bartenders everywhere. Right. Like you don't have There's to have, a market for yeah, it. <laughs> always. Um, I do have a dog, but I am newly single and... I have a family, but not one of my own, you know, and then my dog. Um, but I can pack that bitch up anywhere. Yeah. Like, he's great. That's my little ride or die. So I'm just taking him with me. Um, but I will say the downside to the word selfish. Maybe this has happened to you. People use the word selfish as an excuse to be a shit bag. Yeah, a lot of shitty people out there. Everywhere. Oh, yeah. Everywhere. It's kind of funny now. I know that sounds weird, but like sometimes when people do shitty things to me, um, I've recently experienced like a couple of my so-called friends just like completely stopped responding to any and all messages I would send them. And I'm like, we're fucking adults. Like, just tell me you no longer want to talk to me. Tell me you no longer want to be my friend. 
I can handle it. Like I've been through much worse than you saying, oh, sorry, I don't want to be your friend anymore. Mm -hmm. But just to like ignore someone I think is so cowardly. Yeah. And it's, it's very like it's it's selfish, but in the negative aspect, there's ways to be a positive selfish and a negative selfish. Positive selfish is you have nothing to lose by leaving. Mm-hmm. Negative selfish is, oh, well, I wanted to enjoy being single, so I cheated on you. Yeah, like having literally no regard for any human life. No so regard. Fun. None. Oh, my God. That's so true. That's so true. You said that when we first started talking. I was like, oh, there it is. There's the keyword right there. Um, comfort zones. I'm like looking at this list and trying to find like the best word for comfort zones. I would say you mentioned stagnant, like being stagnant. What did you mean by that? Being stagnant is like my biggest fear in life, like just not progressing anywhere. And I okay. feel like if you do not do things that are completely outside of your comfort zone, you're just going to remain stagnant. But what if you master what's in your comfort zone? I feel like there's always room for growth, though. Okay, but you can't grow in a comfort zone? I feel Ooh. like it's, it's... You're stumped me here. I feel like it's, <laughs> it's much harder, too, because you're not exposing yourself to other things. Okay. Okay. But I'm just playing devil's advocate right now. I enjoy it. Um, say you're in my comfort zone and you're an extrovert. I'm an introvert. Totally not true. We're both extroverts. We're working on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're my comfort zone as a friend. You're out running amok, doing whatever the fuck you want to do. Mm-hmm. And then you come and you talk to me about it. And I hear your side of things and see the experiences you're going through. I can still learn from that. That's that's true. I guess you don't have to personally. Mm, there it is. Wow. Love that perspective. Mm-hmm just a thought um but that's just that's a sidebar thought because i 100 percent agree with you i just wanted to see what you'd say no that's true because then you can learn from other people's mistakes too Mm -hmm. and perspectives and still grow that way yep which is huge like i feel like that's probably i feel like that's probably the biggest lesson i could give someone in their 20s is your brain is a sponge like pay attention to other perspectives pay attention to other mindsets because like my buddy Jeremy, he is killing it right now. And he's fucking 21. Mind-boggling. Mind-boggling to me. And I look up to him in a lot of ways. But he also has expressed that he's looked up to me in a sense of having wisdom. Because, and this is like my favorite discussion with him. I cannot wait to have him on here. Is the difference between wisdom and knowledge. He has a lot of knowledge. He's done a lot and seen a lot. And I have wisdom from life in Mm -hmm. general. Mm -hmm. So there is a difference between the two. Um, I think our comfort zones, I want to say comfort zones can probably be found in knowledge because it's black and white and you can always resort back to it, which that's how I would define a comfort zone um, is always being able to resort back to that. Now, wisdom, you got to like grow in it. You've got to explore things to figure Mm -hmm. out wisdom yeah one million percent is there anything wisdom wise that like now obviously you're only 22 but that's still 22 years of life if you so I coach 15 year old girls in Mm -hmm. volleyball if you were coaching 15 year olds what's something you could instantly be like this is what I've learned so far um learning to put yourself out there okay 
That's true. That's a tough one too. Yeah. A lot of people are very scared of that. It's hard. I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, <clears throat> I feel like that is why people love going out drinking because it it kind of decreases that need for a barrier and you are putting yourself out there, but people always want to fall back. People want to be able to like, Oh, I was drunk. Yeah. As yeah, it, it is what isn't. Like, it's it's like everyone wants the ability to have an excuse instead of owning up to things, you know? Yeah. Um, I have experienced that a lot. And I've actually, I can honestly say I've grown in that because I always wanted to have an out. I thought I was being smart. I thought I was like intelligent to have a quote unquote excuse for things like oh I did that because I did that because absolutely fucking not like the because should just be because I wanted to like that yeah. that's all that it is and I think that that's something that people struggle with in their 20s is that judgment aspect of just saying like oh yeah I broke up with my boyfriend because I wanted to uh-huh. I quit my job because I wanted to I got in a fist fight because I wanted to I I don't know. I uh, traveled to Paris because I wanted to. Like everyone wants to have an excuse like, oh, I broke up with my boyfriend because I'm not emotionally ready. I traveled to Paris because my mom gave me $500. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like yeah. there's just so many different avenues. But have you yourself experienced like giving yourself excuses to justify doing things? I think definitely in relationships I have. Um, how so interesting not really just saying because I because I wanted to like, yeah I make excuses and I will oftentimes blame myself and be like I'm, I'm just not ready for this right now like I don't feel like I could give you the best thing possible but at the end of the day like so instead of just being just like don't I'm not feeling it. it yeah you make the excuse of like self blame mm-hmm. oof See, and I think that's another fine line that tends to get crossed. And like, how far do you go? God, this is so funny because it's just like that song we were listening yeah. to when we first got in here. Um, Actually, like Hard Place by, is it her? Is that how you say that? I, I'm going to say her because I feel like H-E-R is too much. Yeah. And that, and like I say her, but if you haven't heard the song Hard Place or Sometimes by her, it's H dot E dot R. Um, please go listen to it because it's fucking bomb. And that's so funny that it just correlated to this. But that fine line of like taking that self blame to spare someone else's feelings rather than being honest to yourself. Like, oof, that is tough. Yeah. That's tough because I'm a blunt person. But I, but I also, my number one priority is like other people. Like I don't put myself first. Um, so I'm blunt, but I also am not hurtful. Right. And then bringing that back to like introversion versus extroversion. Mm-hmm. I would probably classify myself as more of an introvert because I'm constantly like hyper aware of how other people are feeling. So I yeah. don't like react right away to things and like taking everything in, observing noticing how my actions are going to affect somebody else okay so i think that's that's probably why i do that with relationships sometimes i i don't want to hurt the other person and i don't want them to think it's their fault so i'll just so instead of rather being like honestly i am just not feeling this anymore it's more like you're like 
okay, so I myself really care about you, Mm -hmm. but I just am not ready for a relationship, blah, 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 rather than being like, I'm not feeling it. Yeah, but is, is that when it's okay to be selfish then? Oof. See, there's just so many. It's just not. There's so many different avenues. It's, it's a gray area for sure. I would say that there's always a way to have the right conversation. Um, I love using like the sandwich type of mentality of like, hey, I've got to be honest with you. I really don't think that this relationship is working out for me. You're wonderful and I care about you. But I personally am not gaining the things I need to gain in this. So it's like negative, positive, negative. Mm -hmm. Because you never want like someone you genuinely care about to feel attacked. I mean, no, yeah, no. And I've been in really, really tough relationship issues. Um, I'm trying to think of how to properly word this. I've been in some tough relationship issues. But I still love those people. I still to this day love these people. And I'm like, fuck. like, And then it makes me mad because I'm like, had you just not been an idiot? But those people also, you know, it might have saved me like the months of needing quote unquote closure, which Mm -hmm. by the way, closure is not real. You're never going to get it. Move the fuck on. Like way too many times. You're not going to get closure. You're not going to get closure. So you got to do it yourself. Just go. Um, but it probably would have saved me before figuring that out time, so much time and effort of like hoping and wanting and hoping and wanting. If someone would have just said like, hey, we tried this and it just does not fit what I'm looking for. I wish you all the best, but we got to go. Yeah. Oh, that stings a little, but I I would have saved myself the time and energy and fucking effort of hoping, yeah. and I guess. Yeah, then you get in too deep when you just keep putting it off. And yes. And it hurts way worse. It hurts way worse. You it off at the end. It's way worse. Okay, so I would say be selfish then. Like, and, and I feel like I have been doing that more recently because I've been dating and I've been hanging out with different kinds of people, different mm-hmm. types of people. And I've just been very honest from the get-go and just been like, look, I'm just not feeling this. Or like, I obviously will not name any names, but someone spent a lot of effort and time to get my attention. And I finally was like, all right, that's fine. Yes, I can meet you for dinner. And then they never texted me back. What the fuck? Exactly. <laughs> what? I, and then so I said, I was, I like texted that person. And I was like, I don't know if this is a game to you or what it is, but my time is the most valuable yeah. thing that I have. And you just fucking wasted it. Do not ever text me again. Yeah, goodbye. And they like sent this huge long, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Blah, and I just didn't respond. I was like, no, I don't have the patience. So I think that's one thing as I've, progressed in my 20s is I don't have time like not that my not that my life is dwindling away like we're very young like I always compare my age to like change um and I say that to my my volleyball girls I'm like okay what can you buy with 28 cents they're like nothing I'm like exactly shut the fuck up like I'm 28 cents like you can barely buy anything for a dollar nowadays so comparing that to like 28 years to a dollar being a hundred years like I got a long way to go yeah. um but I do think that t- 
time. I mean, you you literally cannot get time back. You cannot do anything to get time biggest back. Biggest pet peeve when people waste my time. Biggest. Even after I'm very upfront with telling people how important my time is to me. Yeah. They fuck it up anyways. <laughs> and you, that's that's when it's got to go. Yeah. That's that's like the main thing. I I think 20s is like this perfect age range to kind of be a dick honestly and I feel like I've done that more so in the past year year and a half probably of just like I don't have anything to lose like what are you gonna do leave are you gonna leave my life yes it hurts there are people leaving my life right now that I never imagined would leave but it's better that way I don't I didn't see it in the moment of it happening but now that I'm looking at I'm like oh shit like you hit these new heightened areas of of thought and these new heightened areas of your dreams and your goals and what you're looking for and and the universe kind of starts to remove those people as you go which i think is really important um but the company you keep in those comfort zones i am very very big on the right company in the right zone so bartending for me is a comfort zone the people that i bartend with i would never have in my home comfort zone i think we have different comfort zones what are okay so what are like your top three comfort zones what do you mean by that so like mine would be behind the bar okay that's a comfort zone Mm -hmm. because i enjoy it i'm good at it i know what i'm doing another comfort zone would be my dad's gravesite but I am not fucking taking anyone there that I don't fully love and trust. Right. Like one of my best friends, Kate, like we went there and had a beer and like just sat at my dad's and listened to music, you know? But my ex never took him there because I was like, Mm-mm, nope, it just didn't feel right, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so behind the bar is comfort zone. My dad's grave is a comfort zone. My sister's house is a comfort zone because I'm obsessed with her and her boyfriend. I love them. They they make me happy. They make each other happy. The kids are there. It's a home. I'm not fucking taking anyone there that one, doesn't like children, that two, isn't willing to like rough around with children, and three, isn't willing to sit there and get to know my family. And that, I mean, that ranges from like guy friends, girlfriends, mm-hmm. dating, everything. So those are probably my top three comfort zones. Behind the bar, my dad's grave and my sister's house um and different people are allowed in those zones now typically the people like my friend kate that i just mentioned she also has gone to my sister's house my best friend chelsea chelsea has seen my entire life like she's been my best friend for 18 years any zone i want to be in chelsea will be in that zone um but there's i mean like my friend bailey i bartend with bailey and she's friends with my sister. So I can collaborate those mm-hmm. zones. Um, Bailey actually ironically went with us to bury my dad. So Bailey's been in all three of those zones. But there are other people I bartend with who are amazing humans. I have a great time with them. They're kind. They're thoughtful. We have an amazing time. I would never spend time with them outside of that shift. Yeah. So that being said, your what would you say are like your top three comfort zones and how like the people inside of them differ so my number one would probably be just wherever my mom is um Mm. she's definitely my rock she's my best friend um i don't know if she would say the same about me sometimes but (laughs) um 
she's just like definitely where I feel the most safe. She'll listen to me, whatever. Mm-hmm. She'll offer me as much advice as she can. We butt heads all the time and annoy. It sounds like my little sister and yeah. my mom, they're best friends. They're awesome together. Yeah. But um, I can go with her for anything. She's like the one, well, probably the top two people that I can be just like 100% myself around. Mm-hmm. And she still loves me. I think it's because he has to, but. Oh, <laughs> no. It's it's like, that's one thing as you get older, like your parents definitely become more of like, they choose to be around you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I can't fucking imagine having a 20 something year old child and like having a beer with my kid one day. Yeah. Like, I'm going to look at my kid and be like, oh my God, I molded you. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> like, it's probably the most bizarre feeling for our parents. It's It's been fun, like having a relationship go from like parent child to more of, friendship friend. yeah. yeah yeah it's yeah. been a lot easier and a lot better for us um another comfort zone would be my best friend remy she is just we are attached to the hip and it's truly disgusting um first date with anybody i always bring her up because she's my other half so like yep. they like me they got like her that's funny my like soul brother like people say soul sister mm-hmm. my soul brother is Remy that's his name so that's funny funny. yeah I don't think I've been on any like first date where I haven't (laughs) mentioned her and like immediately brought her up just because she is just a part of me and I bring up my little sister every time so like it's the exact same thing Mm -hmm. um my other comfort zone would probably just be the gym because that's where I feel like I'm knowledgeable in yeah I'm really passionate about health and fitness and I feel like I'm really in my element there yeah that's key I think that that is what kind of jumps into adding a definition to a comfort zone is like it's I I feel like comfort zones get a very negative concept but it's it's more so like what you are most knowledgeable in like Mm -hmm. I know my little sister better than anyone Eric and I will probably argue about that one day um but I know my little sister better than anyone you know I knew different sides of my dad better than my sisters do as they could say the exact same thing. Um, there's There was different connectivity between, uh, he had three girls, so he connected to each of us in a different way. I'm also the middle child and exactly like him. Um, so we often, I would be like, you fucked me up. I'm like this because of you. He's yeah. like, yeah, you're a shit bag. And I'm like, so are you. <laughs> um, so it would always be fun. And then behind the bar, I mean, I can bartend with my eyes closed. The same way I'm sure you can train people with your eyes eyes closed like someone could come to you and be like oh I'm hurting here and you're like oh it's because you're doing this oh I'm not feeling it here oh tilt this and move Mm -hmm. that like Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying like I feel like comfort zones are simply where we have the most knowledge um some people would argue that their comfort zone is their cell phone that's true because that is where they are most knowledgeable that's where some people are running a business that's where some people are creating content their whole lives their entire lives are in their hands i don't think my phone is my comfort zone i'm scared of my phone i really am i fucking hate my phone like for all of okay i'm just gonna say this to everyone because i feel really guilty sometimes every notification on my phone is turned off every single one i proved it when we sat down I don't see when someone texts me. I don't see when I have an Instagram, anything, um, Twitter, phone call, FaceTime, nothing. Like there are zero red dots on my phone because I, I have this desire to always do what everyone else needs me to do. And if you're texting me and calling me, I like feel like I instantly have to respond. So just a PSA for everyone. 
all my notifications are turned off. I'm not ignoring you. I just get to it when I'm in a healthy mental headspace. So just a little FYI. Um, introvert and extrovert. We kind of covered that a little bit. I'm definitely an extrovert. Yeah, I love it though. And I, I give I, zero fucks. Like I'll talk to literally anyone. That's Those are my favorite type of people to be around. <laughs> Honestly, I have to surround myself with people that are like that. Or like if if you were an introvert and you couldn't spark up conversation, like I would sit here and just stare at you probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's, I think that's the thing is like sometimes being an extrovert uh, can be damaging because I I tend to get super desirable to be close to people too soon like I want to be everyone's friend I want to know your life I want you to know my life I want you to come hang out I want you to like experience the things that make me happy I'm like come see me at the bar like I'll give you a round of shots it'll be a good time um and that can be very damaging in in terms of rejection when someone's like oh I can't make it or it's not really my scene and then all of a sudden I'm like what the fuck like and then it hurts my feelings because I'm like hey I'm trying to open up to you but really it's just combining different types of humans it's Mm -hmm. nothing personal Mm -hmm. um sometimes it's personal when my sister tells me no so (laughs) that's a different story um I'm just I keep sorry guys I'm like pausing and I keep like looking at this list your 20s okay so i'm gonna just like say some of these words i'm like hiding the list from her now (laughs) i'm gonna say some of these words and i just want you to like spurt off like a sentence or two of what it makes you think okay so in regards to your 20s um being confused um i have no idea what i'm doing at all times in my 20s (laughs) okay no idea in the regard of your future no idea more so like direction wise with my jobs okay what i want to do with that um what I want like with relationships where I want to live I just feel like there's so many factors to think about and there's you, so many possibilities you want quick answers yes okay quick answers date around um if you find someone who makes you feel a vibe instantly go for it mm-hmm. like hands down always trust your gut um I did that with my la- my last relationship it was beautiful it was literally remarkable it ended poorly but I learned so much from it Um, I'm extremely thankful for that and my first gut feeling shit you not I texted my little sister and I was like I found the person I'm gonna marry yeah like that was the first thing I thought obviously it didn't work out that way Mm -hmm. but um that first initial instinct when it comes to dating like you don't really have to figure out exactly what you want when it comes to dating like you figure it out by dating around um so highly encourage that um what was the other thing you said like not knowing like career wise yeah oh bitch i have had so (laughs) many fucking jobs like i've worked at walmart a tanning salon finish line enterprise rent a car a country club i sell alcohol now behind the bar and to grocery store like nobody fucking knows what they're doing like if in a perfect world i would be on a stage right now like giving a motivational speech with a psychology degree mentoring businesses on the psychology of their teams on how to better their products which I just told you what my future is going to be but um yeah that's what I would want for my career but I didn't figure that out until I was like coaching volleyball and figuring out that I have a way of connecting to people that I cannot explain 
Yeah, I feel like the biggest misconception I had as like growing up as a kid mm-hmm. was that adults have it figured out. No one has it figured out. <laughs> because now, love my mom dearly, but like I'm realizing now that we're super close and uh-huh. super open with each other, I'm like, oh shit, she's in this with me. Like she doesn't know what's going on at Interesting, all Interesting, isn't too. it? Yeah. And it's kind of like, it's, it's like it goes both ways. Like you get scared and you're like, what the fuck? Like, you guys tricked me. You're supposed to give me answers. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? And then the other side of it is like, huh, cool. Okay, nice. Thank God yeah. that I'm not the only I'm one. I'm the only one. Um, next word about 20s would be shit show. You said that one. So I think that's funny. There's just so many mistakes that can be made in your 20s. Um, I've definitely made a lot of them. I think I'd say shit show more related to relationships okay and you said that you've made these mistakes um i've made mistakes of investing myself with the wrong people okay i would say um i've always been pretty like open to dating and like just trying out different things and meshing with different personality types and then it has just like not worked out at all for me and it's they've every single thing i've had has seemed to just go down in flames okay would you say it's because like what was your first instinct when you met these people like what was your first gut instinct um that they're just fun people and sometimes i get caught up in what their future will be like and what my future will be like and if they would be able to mesh okay and so those things kind of come out later down the road and Mm -hmm. then you realize oh we we actually don't mesh we so you have a good time and then you're trying to like plan Mm -hmm. okay interesting i've done that i've done that you'll grow out of that (laughs) i promise um that's not a bad place to be though to like be the type of person that sees a future with people and like sees hope in people i don't think that's a bad quality whatsoever um but i think as you progress through your 20s you start to realize that not everyone reciprocates that same energy and you have to be more mindful on how to protect it. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes that means being a little cold. Sometimes that means someone has to pursue you for being fun without you pursuing them for being yeah. fun, yeah. which is difficult. Um, I want to do one more of the 20s. I wrote down sexual. Now, when you hear that, like sexual in your 20s, like what's the first things you think about? Um, just kind of exploring and being wild. Okay. I feel like everyone thinks they need to be wild in their 20s. Yeah. Literally. Um, I've never had that. I've never had like a slut phase. I've never, like, I've literally had sex with seven people and they were all my boyfriends. Mm-hmm. Uh, except one, <laughs> which I thought he was going to be my boyfriend. It just didn't work out. But um, I'm 28 and I've only had that experience with seven people. But now. <laughs> now i'm like wait a second i'm about to be 28 maybe we should try it <laughs> like, right and then i i start to like get in my own head and i'm like everyone says like your 20s you need to be a slut you need to be a hoe like go have fun but what do you think would be like that fine line of just having a good time versus abusing your sexuality um when you start getting your feelings hurt Ooh. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's really easy to get your emotions tied up in all of it, even with just a short fling. That is extremely true. Um, Why do I 
why am I hurting so much over someone who literally does not give a fuck about me at all? <laughs> God, that's the worst fucking feeling it's in the just, world. It's just the worst. Oh, that's the worst. There's like no right way to answer that. Um, God. I don't even know where to go from that because it's so true because it's not only it's not just like people you're having fun with either like sometimes it's like your friends that don't give a fuck or sometimes it's your actual relationship that does not give a fuck yeah so there's really no barrier on like how to do better with that you just kind of have to fuck like you just gotta like figure it out as you go and then cut ties yeah I think that's the one thing that people are scared to do in their 20s is they're scared to be alone which i've done the same thing i mean i am currently in a phase where i'm like oh my god like i have a lot of acquaintances and i know a lot of people but there's not very many substantial relationships um which i'm trying to do better at but i just feel like i'm also so busy and i kind of put that responsibility on people to be that deeper relationship Mm -hmm. and they did not view me the same um which is fine i mean to each their own but it's Mm -hmm. still fresh it's very frustrating because i'm like oh okay cool like i misread this for how long like Mm -hmm. got it perfect um comfort zones i I know we touched about this a lot touched on this a lot um what would you say if i asked you about your boundaries with your comfort zones i would say that it would take a lot of effort to push outside of them, but like that's where I feel like the most most growth happens. Okay. And I want to push those boundaries and I want to see what my limits are. Okay. That's fair. Um, and I could say like on the contrary, there are things that like boundary wise, I'm like, we're not crossing that line. Yeah. Like we're not doing that. But I do think it's healthy to push past those boundary lines. Um, now to kind of rephrase that boundaries as far as when you switch over from being the introvert to the extrovert in certain situations what boundary lines are you setting with certain people who get to experience that with you so like for example um i guess in a way that people can relate to it as being an introvert when you're first dating someone you're like, oh, this is a little bit about me. This is my favorite color. Like, blah, blah, blah. Let's make out. Unless you're a slut. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then once you start to get comfortable with someone, you're like, okay, let's hit second base, third base, home run, dope. For me, if I, so I set those boundary lines to like, yes, I'm getting to know you. I'll give you a little bit of me. Now, when I'm ready to take the home run, if I can't have a, a wholesome discussion on like my dreams or talk about my dad and like how I've experienced hardships, I'm never going to fuck you. Yeah. Like I really won't. So when it comes to your comfort zones and setting boundaries, not just for yourself, which you already answered that very well, actually, how would you set boundaries for, for people that are coming into your life and when you switch over from being the introvert to the extrovert? So I really just have to be able to see that somebody at least cares about me in any regard. I'm not just going to go crazy with somebody that I don't even know like five facts about them. Like I I have to, I have to at least know that they care about me on some sort of level. Okay. 
just like about your well-being mm-hmm. or like the history of you or yeah, like, like something they are interest, interested in getting to know me and if something were to happen to me that they would be be there for me at least okay yeah yeah that no that's that makes a lot of sense um so introvert extrovert uh let's see what do you what do you think when i say compatibility in regards to introvert and extrovert um i always wonder if if it's possible for an introvert to be with an extrovert or does does a relationship work, work better with two extroverts two introverts or a combination of the two what do you think i think a lot of the time it it depends on the combination of introverts and extroverts um combining in different aspects so i was dating an extrovert and it was so much fun when we would go out because i didn't feel tied down i didn't feel like i had to like be up his ass the whole time he didn't do the same thing to me we would go and visit our respective groups come back dance a couple songs go visit who we wanted like there was no jealousy there was no worry it was just like we both love being this sociable person. So go do your thing. I'll do mine. Meet you in five songs. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the guy that I dated before that was an introvert to the effect of like he never wanted to go out. He wanted it to be like very personal, just me and him. There wasn't a lot of in-depth conversations versus the extrovert who was like, hey let me describe this to you jump into my brain and look at my dreams and then tell me yours um but i think the negatives to that were like the the social responsibilities so with an introvert i felt like i had to go to a lot of things alone i felt like okay he's gonna be uncomfortable he doesn't want to go this is not his scene so then i'd show up places alone and they're like oh we're so and so and i'm like it's he just doesn't want to come so then it was hurtful for me and then got to a place where like the people that cared about me were like this is not okay like it's give and take and you know your friends all get in your head and they're like dump him run away blah 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 and I'm like all right bye like that's not at where this is going and then with an extrovert who also because I feel like I have a social responsibility for people like when people ask me to be at an event I'm fully present at that at that event um when people ask me to partake in something, I'm fully there. And sometimes that can be really hard. Well, when you're dating another extrovert, their social media presence is a big deal. The things that they're going to is a big deal. You may not always get to go with them to those things. And then that's where where typical issues uh, kind of start to build up of, oh, who's that person that she's talking to? Who's that person he's talking to? And then it's just constant worry because it's like, wow, I fell in love with like what I'm seeing him do right now. Uh And it's like instantly it's like, oh, fuck. But I think if you have like two extremists, like an extrovert with an extrovert or an introvert with an introvert, I think it can be very, very detrimental and very toxic. Um, I've experienced that firsthand. There are things that I'm an introvert in, surprise, surprise. Um, I'm an introvert when it comes to uh, being sexual. Like I am very shy because I feel like I'm very extroverted and very in charge in every aspect of my life. Mm -hmm. And that's the one place that I'm like, you do it yeah yeah. 50 shades of chino (laughs) like like you do it you take charge Mm -hmm. you do it and it's like 
I get very nervous and I'm like, oh my God, like, what is this? What is that? I'm so scared. But then I appreciate when someone takes charge of that because I'm in charge of everything else. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would say that that's, it's probably a combination piece. Like you have to, I think the best way is you, you find someone who's an extrovert where you're an introvert and vice versa. Have that nice balance. Mm -hmm. Have a nice balance, which is fucking impossible <laughs> like what is the word balance <laughs> no what idea. is the word balance no, no one knows i can't even spell balance anymore no, no. i'm like balance what All like like on one foot i can do that <laughs> like am i in trouble with the cops i'll be balanced like <laughs> like it's fine but when it comes to relationships or work-life balance non-existent all of those things terrifying um what's another one introvert extrovert um let's see let's see i feel like introverts because you you identify mostly as an introvert i feel like they get a sister title of being awkward yeah do you think you're awkward i can be (laughs) If, if i'm in a room of people i don't know Okay, but I'm how are awkward. you? How are you awkward though? Because like you just stand there and just like yeah, stare I'll stand at people. There and I'll be quiet. I probably, I'm really bad at like initiating <laughs> conversation. If I'm with somebody else that is an extrovert and can hold, like, can lead a conversation uh-huh. and initiate it, I could talk for hours. Okay, but like, I will never start a conversation. I just can't. I can't think of things to say. I don't know why. I'm gonna force you to do it when we leave here, <laughs> just so you know. Hey, I did talk with that stranger in the bar a cute stranger i have to add that right now like it was i was very proud very proud i walked in and i was like oh oh you didn't initiate i did not initiate it so it doesn't that doesn't surprise me (laughs) um i don't know i think it does count though because you could have easily been like sorry i'm waiting for my friend and like turned your back but you didn't you engaged i asked questions too oh see okay no it counts it counts it totally fucking counts (laughs) she's not giving herself credit let's look on here you also get the reputation of being a bitch though because if you're just quiet and oh i thought you were talking to me in general and i was like yes (laughs) yes and true but yeah totally true a lot of people are very scared of me I don't understand it. Like, I'm You're nice. You're really the sweetest person. Oh, thank you. I feel like I'm fucking nice <laughs> as I, like, drop an F-bomb in the middle of that. Um, I do, though. I think I'm nice. I just think people people get intimidated in both factors. Like you were mentioning with an introvert, people are like, oh, she's a bitch because she's quiet. She thinks she's better than us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think where that gets sticky, drum roll, please is like if you look like an extrovert on social media oh and then people see you in real life (laughs) this is me (laughs) and they're like what the fuck like this bitch is not talking yeah does she think she's better than us does she like why is she here and then people start to create their own assumptions obviously based on their own insecurities um i i just think it's interesting because my little sister is an introvert hard hard introvert both of my sisters are it's actually really funny because i will never experience that side of them um but when i've taken them places people will look at them and they'll be like so is she gonna talk or (laughs) is she mute like what the fuck um but then the other side of that too is when you're an extrovert and you're you have no fear you like i've never met a stranger 
I really haven't. I don't know what that word means. Um, and then people are like, wow, like she's a lot. Like she's a bitch. Like she just does what she wants, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yes, I absolutely motherfucking do. <laughs> but I'm also nice. Like, I don't know. It's It can go both ways. Have you ever had someone like confront you and be like, you're really rude. Why are you being so rude? Um, I haven't have really had anyone tell me that I'm rude for being quiet, but mm-hmm. I feel like I get made fun of for being quiet. Really? Yeah. How? Because they don't understand. They're like, why can't she just be a part of this <laughs> conversation? Can't why can't she just talk? I don't, I just get in my head too much with it. I'm like, am, am I going to say something stupid? Are these people going to judge me? Probably, but, probably yeah, all of the above. Probably, but that's one thing I've learned over the past couple of years is that people really aren't as scary as I make them out to be. Um, some people can be, but mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, like with serving, especially I got, I got over like talking to strangers at very early on because I'm like, yeah, you had to, day, one, or you I'm don't make fucking probably money. going to see these people again. Yep. Um, but two, they're, they're just not scary. Yeah. The majority of people are not scary. Yeah. Um, you always, with everything, you're going to get bad apples no matter what right. you do here and there. But the majority of people really are not scary. And typically, if you think you're going to say something stupid, one, you probably are. Two, someone else has probably already said or done that stupid yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, I can guarantee you, you won't be a first. Um, God, that's just, I'm not laughing at you. I keep smirking because I've already like been there and I've already sat there and been like, oh, like had those moments where I'm like, huh, got it. This is what 20 blah, blah, blah feels like. Um, what else? What is in your notebook? In my notebook? Okay. Let's see. I'm just curious. I'm a note taker. I'm a student at heart. So maybe talking about biggest fear when entering my 20s. Okay. Um, financial stability. That's one of them. I don't think it it should even be a thought in your 20s. Those who have it figured out in their 20s, kudos to you. Abso-fucking-lutely. Um, the fuck? <laughs> Please. <laughs> Opportunity. Yeah. Um, I Like my friend Liz, she owns her own business, The Babe Cave. Extremely talented very straightforward, very blunt, very powerful woman. Um, makes great money, drives a nice vehicle, wears nice things. And all that I see from that is that she figured out what she liked and went for it and is good at it mm-hmm. at an early age. Yeah, I didn't figure out what I really loved and what fueled me until I was 23. And nobody likes you when you're 23. Um, Almost there. <laughs> uh, guys, that just says her age that she didn't get the song <laughs> reference. No, I did. I totally Okay, got you got it. You promise? <laughs> yeah, I'm still living out um, Taylor Swift's 22. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, bringing it back because now we love her again. Um, but I didn't figure it out till I was 23. And now that I have it figured out, it's like the things that actually fuel me require more so the podcast fuels me the blog fuels me meeting new people being like a therapist to people that all fuels me but that takes time that takes schooling that takes meeting the right people getting in the right opportunities which I haven't really had the chance to do 
until I've become more of an extrovert mm-hmm. and become more of a, I'm going to ask this person questions because why not? Like, yeah. like you just said with serving one, I may never see you again mm-hmm. Two, If I do, you're never going to fucking forget me because I just walked right up to you and was like, what do you do? Yeah. What do you do? How can I help you? How can you help me? where are you from and like people think some people think i am so weird i swear to god because i will slide in dms i don't give a fuck i'm like especially if someone's like this absolutely stunning girl i'm gonna tell her her (laughs) right yeah that and like the the sense of someone has parallel things to what you're posting or parallel tweets or Mm -hmm. parallel quotes and i will slide into someone's dms and be like I posted that same quote two days ago. Why'd you post it? Yeah. And then for those people who respond with, because I liked it, I'm like, bye. Like, I can't even have an in-depth conversation with you. And then you get the people that respond in a paragraph and they're like, oh my God, life has been wild lately. This is why I did that. I'm like, do you want to get coffee? Like, that's what, I mean, like, it's all just like taking that leap and that bound. Um, Gosh, I'm trying to think. But that's so interesting how it's so possible to be an extrovert online and an introvert in person because I feel like that's just me in a nutshell I think that that is more more people than it's not Mm um I feel like I'm both I'm just very fucking extroverted like I said the only place I'm an introvert is probably the bedroom yeah which is fine like that's shout out to any man who wants to come (laughs) take charge like I said 50 shades of chino um but I'm an extrovert and everything else. But that is definitely something that I've learned with, I would say in the past two years predominantly is people that look so, 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 so big on social media um, in the best ways. Like some people are, are really great when it comes to marketing and when it comes to promoting themselves and things that I don't really know a lot about, they do a wonderful job at, you know, bloggers, photographers, uh, business owners, they do an amazing job. And then you get to know some of those people. They're also dealing with their mental health. They also have trauma from being younger. You know, they also do this and the other. And I've come to see, and correct me if I'm wrong, because you're kind of identifying as the the social media extrovert. Um, I feel like people project on social media what they want to be totally totally and then you also have people who put on social media like i always say this and my buddy jeremy kind of complimented it um shout out jeremy mcgrew congratulations on the baby because he gets here tomorrow (laughs) so excited um but he had mentioned that he was like you know that's one thing i've always noticed about you i've followed you for a couple years that your social media has never changed it's always been like exactly who you are in person Mm -hmm. and i take a lot of pride in that so i'm extroverted online but who you meet is the same human what you see is what you get yeah yes so do you think that it's different for you like what you put on social media is what you're trying to get to rather than where you're at right now so i have three different accounts perfect i have my personal one Uh which is kind of just like all not fake per se but it's who i want people to think i am okay and i have my fitness account where that's just like it's me here you're gonna see the weird sides of me you're gonna see where i struggle where i excel in Um, i talk to the camera a lot in that one and i'm super comfortable doing 
that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have my Finstagram where I just let it all out. And that's like. What the fuck is a Finstagram? I know. Am I, am I aging myself by being young? Possibly. <laughs> so it's just like your your fake Instagram. So like my picture is not me. My um, my handle is something totally not me. Um, it's basically just for like your really close friends. What? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm like, like mind boggled. Yeah, it's mine's a wild, wild page. Is it? What's the point? Um. So for me personally, I love sharing these like crazy stories with my friends, but it gets really exhausting saying it a million times. So I just share it on there and then they can all okay. see it. Yeah. Okay. So like if you had a client mm-hmm. who was just like absolutely atrocious, then you would put it on your Finsta to like tell people about the actual experience but not release that person's name or your name yeah you would have to the people that follow your finsta like they're your day ones they're not gonna snitch on you for anything oh yeah so, so you probably like have like secretive 10 followers oh i feel like i have way too many followers on that, oh honestly. shit <laughs> that's I, fucking I do funny trust all of them A fucking finstagram <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> Right now, I'm trying to get my volleyball girls to teach me how to TikTok. I can't do it. I don't I get it. I can't figure it out. I don't get it. I, I really just like some of the. Oh, I watch them too much. That's why I don't some of the stuff mind. that I see on there, I'm like, oh, how'd you do that magic trick? Like, uh, how I'm did you do, to do that? This whole renegade dance yeah. thing. Yeah. Nope. Nope. <laughs> yeah. No idea. I don't know what any of it means. I like. I went to uh, my buddy Damiano, and I was like, "Do I need this?" He's like, "Yeah, you need this. Like, given what you're trying to do." with your future you need it and i was like what the fuck do i do on it and like a couple of my volleyball girls are like tiktok famous like millions of people viewing their shit and i'm like the time it's just a dance that like a dance or like it was like one where she was talking to herself in the mirror and i'm like why are you famous (laughs) for fucking what and she's like i'm just doing stuff on here that everyone does in private and i'm like yeah you just nailed it like what like it's the it's kind of like that thing of like i made a video dancing in the mirror and i was like how girls really get ready yeah so accurate Mm -hmm. but no one talks about it Mm -hmm. and i'm like you've started to see that kind of with um more predominant topics like being a mom like breastfeeding or like going through divorce like Mm -hmm. things that are a little more effective with yeah adults um but yeah it's always interesting to me like people who are extroverted online but introverts in real life mm-hmm. and like i'm i'm such an open book at the end of the day yeah like if someone asks like you're never question, gonna lie like no. like you're gonna be honest about yeah. stuff but you're never gonna offer information mm-hmm. i don't just like t- uh, typically i don't just go blurting out everything i'm thinking yeah but on my fitness account i like being relatable to people i like i like people to know that like mental health is it's not easy yeah um so i am really open about my struggles with mental health on that account and i've always gotten a lot of like messages from people that can relate and i know that i have helped people in some sort of aspect with that so i feel like it's important to be more extroverted for what i'm trying to do on on that platform yeah and what's really interesting to me is like i also have three instagrams Mm -hmm. um one is my private one and then the podcast one and then a jewelry line that i'm creating But what's funny is my personal one is the one where I'm just like, 
here's my family, here's what I'm doing with my friends, happy birthday to this person. And then my podcast one is like, it's got a theme, it's Mm -hmm. got colors, I've got a logo, like it's more like a business page. And you're saying your business page is more where you're kind of letting yourself be like let loose. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess with personal training, like that's how I have to make myself yeah different from other people because it's an uncomfortable thing for people to do like to come in and admit that they want help Mm -hmm. or like need help Mm -hmm. physically is uncomfortable um so yeah i mean that that actually completely makes sense but i guess the podcast isn't really it's not really fucking professional uh because i just dropped an f-bomb before the word professional (laughs) like case in point um it's on brand for you though right I guess I can kind of rock that, I suppose. (laughs) So before we hop off of here, is there anything that you absolutely 1 million percent like want people to know about you? Wow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I appreciate the wow because that means I'm making you think. You are making me think. I'm like, fuck, I don't know. Right? Um. too no worries i always just write shit down so it's literally not a problem that's such a broad question i'm really bad with broad questions actually okay i got i got one okay yeah tell me so if i were to tell you Uh that you were about to lose your voice Mm -hmm. For the next two years, what would you say is like one of the last things that you could get out to people to know about you before you were no longer able to speak? I would want them to simply know that I I care about them and that I would literally do anything for somebody that I care about. Okay. So you, in the sense of like, you care about people in general or like your circle? Like you would go deliberately to each person and be like, I care about you that I want you to know how much I care about you. Kind of like how, uh, and this is no disrespect to anybody going through anything traumatic right now, but like before you're about to die, Mm -hmm. when you go to people and you say like your final goodbyes, yeah, that's how you would treat it. Yeah. I would, I would just do it with probably my, my close knit circle, friends, family. Mm -hmm. Um, if I know that they respect me and care about me as well like i would just want them to know that i would literally do anything for them okay yeah that's so sweet you're so sweet i can't wait for your 20s to corrupt you (laughs) (laughs) you're so cute you're so nice (laughs) no i'm just kidding i'm still fucking nice but now i just don't have a filter so there's a difference um before we head out though is there anything that any of this sparked that you want an answer to from me as she looks through her notes i love it i love a good student (laughs) this is just a random kind of unrelated question oh god these are Um, my favorite what do you think about timing do you think timing is everything do you think it matters Mm. totally unrelated sorry it's not unrelated (laughs) I really do think the concept of time is is I can't even call it an illusion because I value it and I feel like illusions are things that we are just kind of like 
don't fully believe in where like it's not even a real concept like a lot of people will say money is an illusion time is an illusion um mm, when it comes to time i don't know i don't know how to answer this in like the best way possible repeat it do you think that timing is is it everything I think timing is everything, 1 million percent. And I say that because as I've gotten older, I've kind of figured out more about myself within the mistakes I've made and with the relationships I've had, with the jobs I've worked. And it's it's so bizarre and super fucking cliche to say trust the universe. But there have been so many moments like, Oh God, what year is it? It's 2020. Okay. So two years ago, I was seeing someone that I actually really liked and I got completely fucking ghosted. And I wrote this blog and it says to my future soulmate. And it was just like, almost like a, a love letter of sorts. And it was, it was not written to anyone specific, but it was like basically saying like, Hey soulmate, when I find you, these are all the things you're going to do. Um, thank you for playing with my hair. You know, thank you for recognizing that when I come in the house and I'm silent, I need a minute by myself. Um, things like that, just personal things about me that I was like, okay, my future soulmate will fucking understand who I am. And then two days later, I matched with someone on Bumble that I ended up dating. Mm -hmm. And the first thing he was saying is he's like, hi, I, uh, I read your blog. And I was like, no way. Like, I know this is like public information, but but it's still like, what? Like that's fucking dope. And the timing of everything was like, I was transitioning jobs. I, I don't want to say I was heartbroken, but I was hurt from the previous situation. And I was like, I had already gotten to this mindset of like, this is fucking stupid. Like people suck. Like I like, what's the point? Like, that's really how I felt. And then this beautiful human popped into my life with the most perfect smile and the most just perfect in those moments in every way of first meeting someone, I'm like, oh my God, I'm getting married. Like, it was just crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and the timing of everything was like right when I thought everything was about to go to shit. It was like, oh, nope, it's not. Just kidding. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, I think timing is really, really important because a lot of people don't trust it. A lot of people don't trust when you have negative timing. So when someone exits your life, when you get fired from a job, when someone dies, you know, I could probably say RIP. The most recent one would be Kobe. You know, it has devastated a lot of people, a lot of people. Um, and rightfully so. I mean, to say social figure would be an extreme understatement, but the timing of it, you know, like there's all these like weird things. I'm really big into numbers. Um, 
uh, like just the number seven and the number five are huge to me. And so when those things correlate to something I'm doing, um, it's huge. And if you add up the year 2020 to the year 2020 and then the birth years of Kobe and Gigi, Mm -hmm. they all add together to like two, four, zero, eight. It's fucking weird. Like it's fucking bizarre. Um, so things of that nature, but I think the timing of that, I really do. And like, obviously I would never want to disrespect anyone in saying this, but I think his purpose was served. Mm -hmm. I really think it was, but we hate to trust timing when it's not what we want, when it's not what our ideal situation is. And I, I firmly believe that like that situation in general, it sparked everyone to kind of get in a different mindset and think of things differently and, and started this train of conceptual things that people needed to really focus in on, like getting closer to your family, being a good human being and like standing for something greater than yourself. And I feel like Kobe sparked that. And then that, like his purpose was served. Like his purpose was fucking served. Um, but everyone refuses to believe in timing because they hated to see him go, which I did too. Like I've, I literally cried for like four days straight. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think timing is everything 1 million percent. And I think the more that you lean into that and trust into that is when things start to manifest in your favor. Um, I've, I've had like a really, really, really rough past like two months, three months, like fucking I can't even put into words how shitty and bizarre things have been and then things start to unfold in that timing it's like all right I gotta get my mindset right and trust that this this and this fucking happened for a reason Mm -hmm. and then boom all of a sudden I had someone reach out to me that I haven't heard from in a while boom I had someone exit my life that I had preconceived uh uncomfortable feelings about bye like see ya uh and then things have started to pick up like I connected with someone in completing projects with me for my future and it's like oh my god like it's okay here we go like it instead of instead of looking at timing and because timing is everything instead of looking at timing and being like no this isn't what I want this is what I want right now reframing your brain to being like this is what needs to happen right now and I've got to trust that timing then other things can make space to be positive and fold in Mm -hmm. Um, but it's when you deny that timing and when you're like nope this is not like and you fight it like the classic example is when someone breaks up with you and you're like come back come back let's fix it let's do this Mm -hmm. you've initially got to trust that timing and be like all right okay and if it works out down the road beautiful if eight years from now someone comes back into your life and they're like hey i'm a different human you're a different human let's see what happens yeah that was like how fuck yeah with my not last boyfriend last relationship Mm -hmm. um we basically we parted ways and i was upset about the situation at first but then i told him i was like you know what we've we've reconnected now after we met each other xyz amount of years ago and you know if things change later down the line for you yeah we'll see what happens you know yeah it's just it's kind of releasing that tension for yourself of fighting it and just being like well 
This is how it rolls. This is the timing of how it's supposed to go and trusting in that. And then the other doors start to open. Like the second you can release your concern for the timing and just allow it to be timing is when everything else starts to open up. Like had I not released a toxic relationship, a toxic friendship, a toxic business deal, like I wouldn't be moving and grooving happily in all three of those categories. So that's, I would say that's probably the strongest encouragement in answering like, yes, timing is everything is to allow it. And I know that's very hard for us because humans like to control everything, but it's not in your control. Like you literally can't control time. Like you can't control time and you can't control when you die. So you motherfuckers need to quit trying and so many things will open for you. Like so many fucking things. And it it really can be beautiful. And even in the negative spaces, that timing is so, so key. So key. You learn about yourself. You learn about your environment. You learn what you need. You learn what you don't want. And it's just, it's, it's pivotal. I don't even know how, like pivotal. Timing is pivotal. So. So yes, timing is everything. <laughs> 20 minutes later, Chino. <laughs> it's fucking everything. I have my sparkly hoops in today, guys. So <laughs> I'm feeling extra. So that's why I gave a 20 minute spiel on timing is everything. Well, we have now, you want to know how long we've gone? How long? An hour and a half. Oh my gosh. Isn't that bizarre? You made an introvert talk for an hour and a half. <laughs> I am talented. <laughs> well, Thank you for coming. Thank, Thank you for, for being me. here. Uh, where can we find you on your social medias? Don't tell anyone your Finsta. No, keeping that one on lock. <laughs> um, so you can reach my personal account at page, not page. It makes sense to only some people, like she said at the beginning. It's, so it's P-A-I-G-E underscore not underscore P-A-G-E. Um, people tend to always misspell my name and it is the most irritating thing to me and so Mm -hmm. I made an Instagram handle out of it I think it's funny made a nickname out of it that is all I got called in college page not page Um, and then my fitness account which I would really appreciate you guys checking that out as well would be page t fit okay perfect and then if someone is looking to um, meet with you as far as getting that training and getting that coaching do they just go to that Instagram page yeah um, feel free to shoot me a DM from either of those accounts Um, I also have an email page page t fitness at gmail.com okay yeah all right well thank you for coming thanks for discussing this and uh being an extrovert for an hour and a half getting outside (laughs) my comfort zone right that's key everyone go do it um be sure to subscribe to the podcast give Paige a follow let her know what you thought of the episode if you have any questions for either one of us feel free to shoot us a dm and let us know your thoughts let us know if there's anything you would like us to hop back on here and discuss Uh, And outside of that, guys, this is Chino's Best. Thanks for listening. Thank you guys for listening to Chino's Best. Be sure to check out the Instagram and Twitter pages at C-H-E-E-K-N-O-W-S-B-E-S-T and follow each week for new topics. Click the link in either bio and be sure to subscribe to the podcast and the blog. Special thanks to sponsors involved. And remember, you're not alone. I'll prove it.